Welcome back to On Second Thought, uh, New Year. Awesome. Some people just want to survive. Yeah. You survived, I survived, we survived. A lot of people think about going on diets. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Welcome back to On Second Thought. I am so glad that y'all have joined us. We made it through a whole season. We made it through one whole season of On Second Thought podcast. You survived, I survived, we survived, and more than 12 people listened. So congratulations. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. You should... I didn't know I was supposed to. Re- okay. Yeah. Yeah. I should say okay. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> congratulations so. to you. You got me to come back. Yes. I got you to come back for a whole other season. And that means we're one step closer to a video podcast. Maybe we can unveil that sometime during season Is two. that your 2024 goal? 2024 goals. Yes. Video podcast. The world wants to see your faces. All the faces. And the crowd goes silent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I thought about uh, New Year. A lot of people have New Year's resolutions. A lot of people set goals. Some people say, I want a word for the year. So maybe we could talk about some... Uh, some, some people just want to survive. Yeah. Well, maybe that's your word for the year. Survive. Right? Um, or you could watch Survivor. Maybe that's a New Year's resolution. I'm, I'm not for or against see, that. People need to see that face right I'm there. I'm neutral. They need to see it. I'm neutral. <laughs> so uh, I thought we have for many years done lots of different things uh, for New Year's. Um, and I think... I've only ever thrown one New Year's party, though. Yes, but it was so fabulous. And then the world shut down. It did. So I'm never, it was never wanting to do that again. I don't it was 2019. We had people over. We dropped balloons from the ceiling. It was great. And then it was like, by the way. We're not doing that again. Yeah. World stops. 2020. Yes. March 2020. So okay. you think you ushered COVID into the world? I Is do. that what you're saying? I do. You and Fauci. Oh, we probably need to clip that one out. <laughs> okay. So uh, New Year's resolutions. New Year's words, New Year's thoughts. Uh, so one of the things that, that I do here at the church is um, we'll meet with all the pastors and directors and kind of go over, um, hey, how'd this year go? What are some goals for, for next year? And so I think the New Year's a time where a lot of people are starting to think about, okay, the year starts fresh. Let me start thinking about some things I'd like to see happen in my life this year. Uh, the New Year's a time where people start thinking about going back to church. Maybe they've been out of church a little bit. And so families are like, you know, one of the things we need to do, maybe we need to go to church. Um, and so normally it's a time of growth in the church for the spring from January to New Year. But it's probably a time of personal growth for people, too. People can kind of take stock of how did I do this year? Um, what did I accomplish and what would I like to see happen in my life, uh, in the coming year? Don't you think so? I think a lot of people do. They spend that last week of the year, the prior year, maybe reflecting and looking forward to the next year. A lot of people think about going on diets. They do. The gym memberships go through the roof, you know, hypothetically, they, they, they do. They, they do. Yeah. That's where they make their big bucks. And then they're counting on a lot of those people not coming back after February. So have you heard the statistics on New Year's resolutions? That, that I'm sure m- you've told me. That most of them last only seven or eight weeks. Well, that's probably accurate. You think so? 
Maybe. Yeah, most I don't know. Us. I don't like so. I'm not really a New Year's resolution person. You I do, do like to set goals. Mm-hmm. So, and then I like short term goals where you can, I guess, feel success at that six seven weeks, and uh-huh. then there's long term goals. That's kind of the way I look at it. So we have done um, a few years ago. It became popular to kind of do a word for the year. So this is my word for the year. This is my, you know, and I can remember. Um, like a couple of years ago after COVID, I think my word for the year was next. Like, let's just get on with something else. Let's just go to something next. You know, let's, let's not think about everything mm-hmm. that's happened 2020, 2021. But, uh, I think that might have been my word for 2022 was next. You know, what's, what's next on the horizon that, that just gives me, you know, a perspective on the future instead of looking back. I remember one year your word was joy. Was it that was. the year we all had the stomach bug on Christmas? Um, it, the year of joy was 2014. Uh-huh. Yes. So, yeah, we all had the flu that year. The flu. We all had the flu. It was that a year. blessed Christmas. It was joyful. Yeah. <laughs> but you can have joy in the midst of the flu. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, we've had different. I actually like the word. So it was like joy or peace or discipline. Ooh. You know, different words. Like when the Usually kids were bad. Say, no. Oh. <laughs> Maybe for myself. Usually the word of the year like is kind of for myself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. But I always have a scripture that I feel like goes along with whatever my word is for the year. So there was a book written by a guy, and right now I can't remember his name, but you could probably go to show notes on secondfamily.church slash thoughts, and we could enter it there. But there's a book called One Word That'll Change Your Life or One Word That Can Change Your Life. And it is about kind of picking a word as a theme for the year. You know, what uh, what's going to be the overarching theme for my life this year? And you can keep going back to that. Like, even in a hard time throughout that year, you can say, look, I know it's been difficult, but my word this year is joy. And I'm going to choose joy in this situation or in this circumstance. Yes. I mean, and it gives you clarity as you look throughout your year. I think so many people, especially in the past few years, like young people, especially Maybe people in their mid life like us have a hard time. Are we time. in our mid life? We're second, in now. our mid 40s. You can say that's mid life, right? Of us are older. I'm 40s. supposed to have a midlife crisis at midlife. So well, I mean, I want to record mid life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't put all of us in a red <laughs> Harley Corvette. Davidson. I, Here we you're go. not allowed to have motorcycles, remember? Oh, that's true. Anyway, all of that to say. I'm growing a mullet. That's what I'm going to do for my midlife crisis. Is <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> We have to know that life is full of seasons so we can start this year out, but we don't actually know how the year's going to end. Right. So, you know, our focus could be joy, but then we have lots of terrible things happen and learning that in the midst of that, yeah, there's joy. Life is full of seasons. And that's why I try to really stress to the teenagers that I'm with. I'm like, you may have a bad day or you may have a hard season, but that doesn't mean you're having a hard life right and that life comes in seasons just like the year is full of seasons we have seasons throughout the year and i think people just need to really focus on seasons come and go and in that talking about seasons and the and the way the ebb and flow of life uh, i think too we see that throughout 21 years of marriage throughout you know five kids with little kids with you know, toddlers with teenagers and, you know, everything kind of in between. Now we got one in college 
a couple in high school, you know, middle school, elementary school were spread out, right? But but how to embrace every season, even though every season is going to have its challenges, every season is going to have its blessings. How do you embrace every season? Um, and I think looking in January, there's this feel of brand new calendar, things have changed, right? I have a chance to make something new, right? This is a brand new year. And I think people look at it like that, right? But they're not willing past the six weeks to put the hard work in. A lot of people are not, which is where discipline and commitment and hard work, like they they think, oh, I'm going to lose weight. Well, to say I'm going to lose weight, like you just don't think, you just don't write that down as a resolution and it's going to happen, right? Like that's not the way it works. There would be a whole industry of... People unemployed if it worked that That's way. That's right. You wouldn't need gyms and you wouldn't need coaches and you wouldn't need trainers and, you know, Peloton wouldn't exist. So I, I think that there are ways for us to know losing weight, getting in shape is a great goal, but there has to be more to it than losing weight, getting in shape, or we're going to go to church. There are a lot of families that are disconnected from church that sometime around Christmas and New Year, they're thinking, It'd be good for my kids to get into church. I think that'd be a good thing. I haven't been in church a lot lately. I was raised in the church or maybe not, but I want my kids to be in church. But you have to do more than say, my goal this year is to get into church or people that are in church to say, hey, I really want to grow in my faith. Well, how does that happen? Right. It doesn't just happen by writing something down. It's about what you take in. It's about your discipline. It's about growth. And so every year since 2010, Um, I've read through the Bible from not necessarily like all the way from Genesis to Revelation because I've done different Bible reading plans. But just today, um, you know, thinking through what's the Bible reading plan. So at church every year we provide a Bible reading plan. That's the one I'm going to use because I know for me at the end of this year, 2024, I want to look back and see. Every day, this is what I've done. This is what I've accomplished. And I really believe that one of the things that's necessary for a follower of Jesus to grow closer to the Lord is to be in the word. That's like one of the number one things. And so if I want to grow closer to God, I know that's an input. So it's an input and an outcome, right? Sometimes we want the outcome and we think we can control that. But a lot of times we have to control the inputs that lead to the outcome. Right. So at the end of the day, you want to be further along than you were the day before. That's right. Or if if I end of the year. Yeah. If if I if if I say I want to get in shape and by the end of the year I want to bench press three hundred fifty pounds, you know, like that's got to start somewhere. Why are you laughing about that? Oh my goodness! This is like, (laughs) wow. We just need to finish the podcast now and talk you about ain't lifting words, weights. That's words the only of affirmation. No, she's 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 looking at me like you could never do that. <laughs> I just like I just know that you don't like to do that. Now so you're it's trying just a to dig goal. out of this hole. No, I see. it's just trying funny to dig out of the hole. That the goal <laughs> that you threw out was 350 pound bitch press. Well, I was making a point. I was. I don't like going to the gym and lifting weights. I don't. But you don't. But you're naturally lean and strong. So why not throw out 350 pound bench well, press? The point of all of this, before you humiliated me on my podcast, the point of all of this, it could be edited. Is that? Is that? I would have to. I can't just throw 350 on the on the bar and bench press 350. You have to work. Or if I want to run a five minute mile, like. That you're about to laugh about that one too, because right? <laughs> I hate the treadmill. But <laughs> wow, 
We're going to go back to love languages and words of affirmation. And, um. I didn't say anything. You threw me under the bus. I was laughing and you could have not said anything. It was so obvious, though. This is why we need a video podcast. Um, my point, the point I'm making is if you if you have a goal. We're totally derailed. If you have a We're goal. We're going to start season two over. You start. I, I, I may start it. 185 and do three three to five you know reps of that and you know a few sets and then work up like you don't just go from bench pressing 150 to 350 in two days it takes time you don't go from walking a mile in 15 minutes to running a mile in five it takes time and i think a lot of people get discouraged in their new year's resolutions or goals or words or whatever because yeah it's hard work it's yes. hard work mm-hmm. and the, there's the it's it's a whole year like it yeah i'm not trying to read through the bible in six weeks i'm sure there are people that can do that and they're way more spiritual than i am yeah there's so, a 90 day plan there is and it's a lot of reading i mean it's a lot but i have just decided since 2010 i you know i want to that is I'm a goal of yours every read, year read through the word and i'm you know and i'm i don't know what it is but I just think that I learn the word more. I grow in my faith more uh, as that's a part of my life. And I try to encourage the church uh, to do that as well. So what are some? Well, I mean, if you think about it in categories, that's the way that we've always kind of done it. What are your, some of your spiritual goals? Mm-hmm. And what do those look like? Yours is always to read through the Bible mm-hmm. every year. I've done that a couple of times. It's not my yearly goal. You've even done the chronological Bible. Yes. Like you can buy a Bible that says chronological Bible and it starts in, you know, Genesis and then it goes to Job and then it goes back to Genesis. And Well, that's the only way I like to read through the Bible yeah. is chronologically, because then you can see how the different books that have the same stories line up and it wasn't two mm-hmm. separate events. And it makes way more sense, especially to people who haven't read through the Bible a lot. Yeah. Reading through the Bible is just the way that I prefer. When I'm going to read through the Bible, I prefer to do it chronologically. Yeah, because if you're if you're reading the Gospels or in the Old Testament, First and Second Kings, First Second Chronicles, you'll hear the same events, and you're thinking, "What is this? Did this happen again? What's the?" No, they're they're recording similar the same events in similar ways, but maybe from a different perspective. Right, and the different so especially in the Gospels, I really love to read the stories, the same narratives side by side right just so you can see the differences whereas i typically like to read a book at a time and i don't always go genesis all the way to revelation Uh, i'll mix it up a little bit sometimes because sometimes you can get bogged down if you want to go all the way from genesis to revelation you're not in the new testament till october almost and so you feel a whole lot of judgment for like 10 months (laughs) i need a little bit of grace you know so you can switch things up a little bit too with uh with your bible reading plan there are ways to do that and that's i mean that's just one goal spiritually it could be it could be well you could memorize a verse a month yep because i feel like especially as the world grows darker Mm. if we don't have the word in our heart we may not have it in our hands Mm -hmm. and so trying to really maybe set that as a goal If you don't want to read through the Bible, maybe memorize a verse a month, memorize two verses a month with your kids, you know, especially if they're in public school, they're probably not hearing the word too often if they're not hearing it at home or if you haven't brought them to church. So really teaching yourself the discipline and your kids to hide the word in their heart so that they'll have it and for later. We're starting um, this year at second. We're starting with um, 
21 days of prayer and fasting. Mm -hmm. And so that's really for me this year going to be an emphasis, my, my prayer life. How can I grow in my prayer life? Fasting is so foreign to, to, to many even faithful followers of Jesus. Fasting just seems like one of those things, man, I don't understand that. Like, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I want to do that. And so we'll be talking about that a little bit, but maybe growing my prayer life, instituting something like that. Um, you know, being a part of a D group for me and, and having guys that I can pour into in discipleship and we'll memorize stuff together. And we've, we've, I've had some intense D groups where we're memorizing books of the Bible, you right. know, through, through the whole course of a year. Um, that's a lot. It's, that's heavy, but that's not what you have to do. Maybe it is a verse a month or a verse a week or, you know, something in between. Just something more than what you're doing now. That's and right. for some people, it's one verse, yeah. one month. Yeah. But I mean, also reading books that help you grow in your faith mm -hmm. and that maybe a Bible study that actually goes along with what you're reading. Those are different options. We've done spiritual goals. We've done physical. Physical like, goals. You know, do we want to, for me, it's which race do I want to do this year mm -hmm. or do I want to. How crazy do you feel? Do you feel totally crazy where you're going to run a marathon or only half crazy where you're going to run a half marathon? Or Now it's just to be healthy. Uh-huh. No more I don't marathons? have an ego. No, no more marathons. I totally support that decision. <laughs> no, no more. I no. can still remember driving around, catching up with you while you're running like 2,600,000 yeah, miles. It felt like. Just when I turned 40, mm -hmm. do something stupid. Now that we're in our midlife crisis, we're going to run a marathon. <laughs> For some people, they have financial goals, like how much can you so save this yeah. year? Yep. And that may be really hard for people to learn well, how yeah, to save money. If grocery prices keep going up, it's going to be like, how much food can we afford? Mm -hmm. How much gas can we buy? So, yes. yeah, so, and just it's getting harder to save these days. We are actually doing an episode of Money Money Matters. Ooh. How money we'll have matters. Austin play the uh, intro to that one. Money, 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 money. Well, you probably just did it right there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think that'd be good? Perfect. Uh-huh. Or, or I was reading Ecclesiastes, and basically Solomon there in Ecclesiastes says it's not really good to have all that kind of money because you're going to worry about it. So, like way before the rapper, whoever that was, said it, Solomon says, "Mo money, mo problems, mo problems." He does, he does. So we will do uh, an episode on money. We'll do an episode on children. Mm-hmm. Mm. That'll be later, kids, though. Raising kids. That'll be later. That'll be later. Yes. Like 20 years from well, now. Well, and it could be part of your goals could be what What are some goals for your kids? Yeah. Like maybe there's some behaviors that you see that need to be addressed. I'm going to work on this. Mm-hmm. Um, this behavior. Maybe it's a family thing. Maybe you don't ever have dinner together. And you so need to let's have, have family dinner. Yeah. Let's have family dinner together one night a week where we turn the TV off. We shut the phones off and we have dinner. So then to be family goals. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, spiritual goals, financial goals, I think marriage goals yeah. um, and and family goals. Date your spouse. Hey, where are we going? I don't know yet. Let's go get a steak dinner. <laughs> are you going on a date with me? Yes, I'll go. Yay. I probably would eat a steak Deal. later, but I want a salad, too. Don't give me a salad. I know you don't like salad, salad. is the food. That my food eats. That is true. You say this all the time. <laughs> I think that might be the first time I've said it on the podcast, though. So yes. The world needs to know. Yes. Mm -hmm. I like true. steak. I'm a carnivore. The Bible says, exercise dominion over the beasts of the field. And so, sounds like a steak to me. You're only a carnivore? Um, 
I will eat my vegetables too. <laughs> you too like vegetables. I like vegetables. So maybe I'm omnivore, but I prefer steaks, some of my favorite food ever. Yes. I would say this, as we're kind of winding up, this has been kind of a random conversation about goals and new year and, and vision and direction. Um, as we're kind of winding up this conversation, one of the things that I would say is this. You don't have to do what we do. Everybody does something different. But I would say do something. Take advantage of the natural rhythms of life that give you something to embrace brand new, right? God's giving you a brand new year. God's giving you, uh, you know, uh, uh, empty calendar, boom, right there in front of you. And you don't know if you've got 12 months, but maybe he'll grant you those 12 months. And what are you going to do in those 12 months to grow closer to him, to serve in his church, to grow as a follower of Jesus, to grow as a husband or a wife or a son or a daughter or a child of God? And so if you're not intentional in your relationships, your relationship with God, your relationship with other, you just kind of, you just kind of coast, kind of survive or drift. And I don't think anybody drifts anywhere purposeful by accident, right? Like you've, you've got to be intentional about where you want to go, because I feel like the current of this world is going to constantly be pulling you away from Jesus, uh, away from family, uh, away from godliness. So you got to be well, intentional. And a lot of people that. have to prioritize things. Yeah. I mean, if you're a workaholic and your family's falling apart, you may have the money. But you don't have the relationship. Absolutely. So maybe it's a time to reflect on what do you want? I mean, we have always said we want our family to be full of peace, love Jesus, and for our kids to love and follow Jesus. Right. To live a life of no regrets. So we have to be intentional about what we're what we will do and what we won't do in order to make that goal a reality. I mean, we don't choose that. You know, we don't I don't know what I'm trying to say, but Ultimately, that's what we want for our kids. So we hope that we are setting goals with our family and between ourselves that that, that would be the result. We're not guaranteed to that result. Right. That's what I was trying to their, say. We're not guaranteed that result, but that is our goal. We can't make their choices for them. Correct. But I do believe that we can set them up for success in that regard rather than setting them up for failure. And, and you and I both know some kids who like, love the Lord and follow Jesus in spite of their family situations. Absolutely. Um, and then there are others who reject the teachings of Jesus and, and, and the Bible in spite of their godly, you know, family environment. So, you know, we train up a child in the way he or she should go and pray. They'll, they'll, they'll head that direction, you know, aim the arrows the right way. Um, so whatever it is in terms of your spiritual growth, your family growth, marriage, financial, relational, health, physical, like there's so many ways. I do think it's important to approach, you know, in a, in a myriad of ways. What is it, What do I want this year to look like? But you need to be intentional. Don't just let life happen to you, but seize the day and, and make it happen. Great job. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Good job. How about some rapid fire questions? Sounds great. Pew, pew. That's rapid fire. <clears throat> All right. We got Miss Sherry here today, and Miss Sherry is going to ask us some rapid fire questions. Okay. Mark said go. Pew, pew. Would you ever appear on a reality show? 
Yes, I would definitely appear Which one would- on a reality show. I don't know, because Fear Factor's not around anymore, so I don't have to eat any gross bugs. Um, I would go on Survivor. I would love to go on Survivor, but I don't want any bugs to bite me. They will bite you on Survivor. I don't want to yeah. do that. So would you I don't think I could, I could do like Survivor. I could not do Amazing Race. Mm. That would stress me out. Ooh, ooh, what about like, um, what are the ones where you earn all kinds of money? Who wants to be a millionaire? That one would have been fun. That would yes, have been fun. I don't understand trivia. I'm not good at trivia. I'd like to go on Jeopardy. I know that's not technically a reality show, but I mean, it's a game show, but it might as well oh. be reality. What? Wheel of Fortune? The next question is, do you think you could win a game show? Hmm. I probably think I could win a game show. I could not win Jeopardy. But I, I probably, maybe Wheel of Fortune, you know? Because I'm pretty good with letters and words. Um, but I, I probably think I could win, but I'd be the dude that's like on TV and everybody's like, that's clearly cat, you idiot. Like, what's going on? And, and I'm like, I don't know. Caught? And I'd lose. So <laughs> could you could you win a game show? I'd be the guy that lost and everybody's like, he's he becomes the meme, you know? Like, yeah. How dumb do you have to be? <laughs> Are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> Are you smarter than a pastor? I might do that one. Maybe. <laughs> Okay. Do you consider yourself tech savvy? I do. Fairly. Tech savvy. I am not. And that is what makes me laugh. I fixed your computer the other night, didn't I? You did. You did a good job. I always Mm -hmm. look at everybody. They're like, can you turn the TV on? I'm like, no. I don't know how to turn the TV on. The the other day, day I'm like, hey, I'm going to be running a little late. Can you turn the game on for me? And you're like, I don't know how to do that. Sadie's like, Mom, you just our 13-year-old is like, here's how you do it, Mom. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I I think that I'm fairly tech savvy, but I can also Google stuff and figure it out if I need to. Yes. We're not as tech savvy as there's a limit. Of, I couldn't some do people. What, what Austin does here getting us ready for the podcast. Mm-mm. Would either of you ever skydive? Oh, most definitely. I got to skydive. It was my surprise present when I turned 30 years old and Stephanie was pregnant. I think you might have gone skydiving with me, but you were pregnant. I was very pregnant. You had a very good excuse not to go. It was perfect. And I had been begging you to let me go skydiving and you finally surprised me with it. And that was a long time ago. And I've been begging to go back since then. You really have not begged because I told you the answer that day. Yes. Maybe mentally you've begged. I want to go. Can I go skydiving? No. See? Not until. Not until our youngest child is 18. Yes. I'm going to be too old by then. I'll be like brittle and frail. I did tell you you could go with them when they turned 18 if they wanted to Ooh, go. Ooh, I'm going to have a conversation with Jake today. I don't He's think Jake 18. wants to go. Oh, we're going. I think Sadie's the only one that would go with you. No. You don't think Jake would go skydiving? Mm-mm. Oh, we're going to do it. Okay. Play the Tim McGraw song and everything. Okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for joining us for... The first episode of season two. We survived a whole season. We're starting a new season, brand new year, brand new podcast. I envision video podcast in the future. It's going to be great. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> I love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>